0: Welcome to the Sales Prospector Show, supported by Lease, a sales rep and a 5,000 company helping our clients grow sales by securing guaranteed appointments, qualified leads, and guaranteed contracts for their services and products across the U.S. I'm your host, Gil Pagans. You can find us on all social media channels and at LeaseASalesRep.com. Thank you for listening in. It's going to be a great one today. Man, I love doing this kind of stuff and talking to really uh, successful people and people who love what they do and share that in their passion when we chat initially to have uh, these calls and these podcasts and vlogs and all those kind of wonderful things. Uh, today, I'm, I have the privilege of chatting with Michelle Siler Tucker. Uh, she is the She Prophet, that's a cool name, CEO of uh, Siler Tucker. They are a mergers and acquisition firm. They do stuff a lot differently. That's what I was told when we initially chatted. And uh, the website is Silertucker.com. And uh, Michelle, thank you for being with us. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Gil. Thanks for having me.
0: Wow. I'm excited to chat with you. I just love doing this kind of stuff and uh, uh, getting into the minds of, of smart, brilliant people and who are doing stuff that they enjoy doing. Uh, and um, I, I want to learn uh, about the business, and we're going to talk a little bit about, obviously, uh, what you're doing and uh, share with the audience as well, and uh, tell us a little bit of the backstory. Uh, how did you uh, come up with your firm, and and uh, the, the you are the namesake, obviously, of the firm, so uh, help us understand how you landed there, and then we'll get into the, the, the meat of uh, the conversation today.
1: Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> Cause that's a long story, Absolutely. but I'll just give you a synopsis. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur. I mean, even as a very young person, I remember always saying, telling my mom, I'm never going to work for anybody <laughs> because my biggest pet peeve is I don't like to be told what to do. So I've always owned different businesses and different verticals. And I just started a franchise development, franchise consulting and franchise sales business And then I had so many buyers that kept asking me for existing businesses. And I kept saying, I don't have existing businesses. I have franchises. And then I'm like, why am I saying no? I I need to start listening to what people are asking for and let them have it. So that's really what transitioned me from franchise sales, consulting, development into business sales. And I still do franchising. I don't really do franchise sales. I do franchise development, franchise consulting.
0: Wow, that's great. So, so for the audience, uh, the franchise sales kind of consulting business is one where someone represents multiple franchises, right? Like a Subway, as an example.
1: Yeah, uh, like I would, I would represent a, a franchisor. I, I would either be an area developer mm-hmm. and I would have rights to certain territories, certain territories, region, or I would be a partner with that franchisor. You know, I, I was never just a franchise sales. I or I would work with start not startups but businesses that have been in business for mm-hmm. several years that have a few locations, and then I would help them with franchise development, and then I would help them get started and put together all the documents they need.
0: Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. That kind of segues you into your own business and kind of help you cut your teeth on. On the market and yeah. learning. Whole, I mean, that
1: was uh, my own company. My franchise sales, franchise development, franchise consulting—that was my own company, and I had an equity stake mm-hmm. in different franchisors' businesses. Mm-hmm. But and I cut my teeth there. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then I just transitioned into M and A. Think it's going to be similar, and it's really not similar. It's very different.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of. That's, that's about being an entrepreneur and changing gears and realizing stuff is different and uh, and uh, you know, good for you. So um, the firm itself, how long has the firm been around?
1: So I've actually been doing this a little over 20 years. I went through a rebranding um, in 2015, 2016. Um, the company that, that I, so I, I never have had a partner in my M&A practice, never had a partner, probably never will, <laughs> never say never, um, but I did have partners, three other partners and our franchise MA franchise company, and you know how it is when you have four partners, three of us got along and one didn't. <laughs> so right, we ended right. up, you know, um, do, going through a buyout there. Uh, and then I decided, you know, I really want to rebrand, and so I decided to rebrand under Tyler Tucker because it's easy. It's my name. <laughs> I don't have to worry about trademark infringement or anything else.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got you. Okay, and another when when we initially uh, uh, chatted, um, you know, I have or had my own uh, concept of what, you know, the the industry that you're operating in, right? That uh, emerges in acquisition business brokerage kind of circle, right? You're different than um, than the other businesses that kind of operate in your space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you know, from what I understand, typical business brokers uh, will will you know get listings, right? Um, and they will represent those listings to try to sell them and they'll get buyers and sellers together and try to make a deal. Um, mm-hmm. And irrespective of doing a whole bunch of other stuff that you really do uh, mm-hmm. when you represent a company and that kind of, you know, piqued my interest and caught my attention. You had me thinking different ways. So uh, tell us a little about the, how you the Silo the, the, the Tucker model is different sure. than the typical business broker model.
1: Yeah, and then I'll sp- explain how MA is different from business yeah, brokering. Because mm-hmm. business broker, you know, most business brokers, and this isn't to say anything negative about business brokers, but they're typically representing pizzerias, coffee shops, ice cream stores, small businesses, I would say under a million or even under a half million. And, you know, they typically take a listing, they don't always do valuations, <laughs> they just list it for whatever the business owner wants, Stick up on the wall and see what sticks, you know. And MA advisors typically handle mid market. So businesses are 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 million and up. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the MA space. I'm mergers and acquisitions, master intermediary, senior business analyst, and a bunch of other acronyms. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the big difference of even us, the big difference of us and business brokers is we're selling large businesses. Mm-hmm. The big difference is us and other MA firms is that we don't just sell them, we fix them. (laughs) Because I learned a long time ago, what Steve Forbes says is true. 80% of businesses on the market will never sell. And when you think about that, you got to really think about that because that's really a startling statistic, Gil, because if you think about putting your business on the market that you've been working in your business for 30 years, you finally want to sell it. You have less than a 20% chance of ever selling your company. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty startling statistics. So I learned a long time ago that if I don't fix businesses, if I don't put them on a build to sell path, if I don't grow them, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to starve to death (laughs) and I'm not going to be of much value to my clients. So we really specialize in buying, selling, fixing, growing businesses. I partner with business owners, investing my capital, my experience, core competencies, resources. And I fix their businesses, grow their businesses, put them on this build-to-sell model. We buy businesses and flip them. We merge businesses together. And I've actually owned multiple different businesses at any given time. I have five to ten different companies that I'm building to sell. Mm-hmm. A lot of MA advisors have never even owned their own company before. Mm-hmm. And I think it really you know gives us that competitive edge because I know what it's like to be in business in many different verticals. I know what it's like to make payroll. <laughs> I know what it's like to think about selling your baby, selling your company. I understand the mindset um, and I can be empathetic because I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that makes a huge difference. Also, because we've been doing this for so, for so long, um, we pretty much have a, I have a 98% success rate that I close 98% of all offers are right. Um, we have a pretty high closing rate of all businesses we take, we sell. And we get a client typically 20 to 40% higher selling price. And we're really good at creating bidding wars because we understand buyers. We understand what they're looking for. We understand, you know, they're, no, they're negotiables or they're non-negotiables and what they're willing to pay more money for. So all of that really makes us different. Plus we've offered several books, spoke hmm. on international speaker, several connections. You know, we're very well networked and it's my company. So you know, any anybody who works on my team knows that all clients, all listings, all engagements are important to us. <laughs> you know, whether it's a sixty million dollar deal or a five million dollar company, mm. but I think all of those really set us apart.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I and I think that um one of the things that I want to at least I'll bring to the surface here is that uh, when you engage with a client in, and you help them to um get their company ready for sale. Mm-hmm. There are other things that you do kind of on a consulting side to help them grow the business, uh, get clients, kind of, to, and, and, and basically to increase the increased evaluation and they can cash out with more mm-hmm. money than they anticipated. Can you share a little bit about, you know, kind of that part, which I think it really separates you apart from everything else you said, but separates you from like, okay, I'm, I'm uh, bursting the listing and then trying to get people to buy it versus going into the business and trying to do various things to get it. Uh, you know stronger financially more clients multiple increase the multiples for the sale that kind of thing
1: yeah it, you know, that is a and I'm glad you brought that up because that is probably the biggest thing that sets us apart mm-hmm. you know I've been doing this for, so I've been in this um, for so long so sometimes it's hard for me to remember all my usps <laughs> but okay. um I think you know the biggest thing that sets us apart is we just don't Take, if a client comes to us, and this happens to us every day, mm-hmm. client comes to us and says, we want $10 million. Well, the average broker, the average MA advisor is going to say, okay, and sign it up. They're not going to do their homework. They're not going to do their due diligence. They're not going to do an evaluation. They're going to take that engagement. They're going to stick it up on the websites and then they're going to learn it's never going to sell. I have a girlfriend of mine who lives in Texas who's been in this industry for as long as me. And she's not as successful as me, obviously. But I went with her to a few clients in Texas and I'm like, well, that guy just said he wants 12 million. And you said, okay, no problem. And you're going to sign the listing right then and there. And I said, that makes no sense to me. You have to do the evaluation. How do you know you can get 12 million? That makes no sense. And she goes, well, it's not my job to educate them. It's really the buyer's job to educate them. I'll take it for 12 million and then I'll bring a bunch of buyers. And then the buyers will tell them what the business is worth.
0: Or bring it down in price at the end of the day. And anyway, without
1: That's a pretty terrible approach, don't you think? We're supposed to be M&A advisors, not order takers. Right. right, So our big approach is we figure out what do you want to sell your business for? What is your desired exit strategy? What is your priorities? What's what's the biggest thing to you? What's your seller sanity check? Mm -hmm. Then we do the valuation. We want to see how close we are. Uh, Because if you say it's worth 10 million, I say it's worth 5 million. Well, obviously we're not going to put on the market for 10 million. So we really need to get in there. And see, okay, what's the issues? And then we take you through what I call building the infrastructure on the six P's. Mm -hmm. And I take my clients through each one of the six P's. We call this the road to sell. And we take them through the six P's to strengthen their weakest P's and fix their bottlenecks to get the company to what it needs to be so we can increase that value and get them what they want.
0: Gotcha. We're going to get into the book in a minute. But the six P's is associated with the book? The exit rich book. Yeah,
1: the six P's is the six piece is the foundation, is ah, it? Okay, okay. It's like yeah. you know, you build a house. What do you need? You got to dig deep, right? Right,
0: foundation. If you
1: don't dig deep, deep and build that foundation, what happens?
0: Well, The house uh, will will tilt. The house will will come crashing down on you.
1: <laughs> exactly. Same thing with your business. And most business owners just go into business and they're like, "Here's my widget. Here's my target audience. Let's focus on sales and marketing. Sales and marketing. Let's get clients in." And they never dig deep. They never build that foundation. And then they go out of business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I, I totally, I understand that. Um, the uh, uh, one of the things that, um, that interests me, and I think people um, listening is uh, how, do, uh, how to how identify opportunities in the marketplace. I think we chat a little bit about that, about opportunities in the marketplace, meaning for a business to be acquired. Um, and it could be a synergistic kind of buy, you know, for the business. Like, uh, mm-hmm. let's say we we have a sales company to give you an example and we're going to buy a marketing agency, right? that will mm-hmm. be synergistic, right? So, um, so or buy a totally different business, uh, and looking at those opportunities and, and where, um, do they come across, um, you know, somebody's feed and things of that nature. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, you know, and, and how to look at things like that, just from a very high level, uh, what's, yeah. Expect? Yeah.
1: And that, that is the whole infrastructure that is the six P's, mm-hmm. you know, so from a high level perspective, um, there's five different types of buyers. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that, mm-hmm. you know, so when we're evaluating businesses, mm-hmm. when we're looking at businesses and what businesses are worth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're looking at all of those synergies. Mm-hmm. We're looking at who are your people? Do you have a management team in place? What is a tenure? Can the business run without you? Mm-hmm. You know, what is a product or, and that's the other people's number one, product's number two. What, what's the product look like? Are you in a thriving industry or you're in a dying industry? Do you have congruent revenue streams? So many businesses go out of business scale because they have one revenue stream, mm-hmm. have one way they make money. Mm-hmm. You got to have multiple streams of revenue, mm-hmm. you know? And then we look at, I hope I'm answering your question. Am I answering your question?
0: Oh, we're going to get to that in a second. I guess the opportunity, how to, how does a company Uh, in business, identify an opportunity in the marketplace um, and take.
1: Oh, so I misunderstood your question. Okay. So how does the company in business Mm -hmm. identify an opportunity of another business they should acquire? Is that your question? Yeah, yeah, exactly. My apologies. I, I, okay, Okay, my apologies. Okay. So, um, so if they're actively looking, I always tell, and I have lots of existing businesses that have us on their radar and are always calling us and emailing us. If you're actively looking, then you really need to align yourself with an M&A expert because it's the M&A advisors that know what companies are selling Mm -hmm. or what companies are thinking about selling or what companies are starting, you know, to begin that process. Mm -hmm. And so we can, a lot of times we can make those alignments and those acquisitions without even ever putting a business on the market. So the first and foremost thing you should do is align yourself with an advisor. But you want to be crystal clear on what your what your objectives are, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're looking for. You know what synergies? Because a lot of companies are buying businesses because they're buying. They're not really buying businesses. They're buying synergies, right? They're buying synergies that's going to help their current business catapult to the next ladder level. They're buying businesses that will help them take advantage of economies of scale. They're taking business, buying businesses that will help them with infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So to identify those opportunities, you really need to identify what you need, what your goals are, what your objectives are, what you're trying to accomplish and align yourself with an advisor that can help you identify what businesses are the best fit. Because a lot of those businesses, I mean, every now and then you'll get lucky. Mm -hmm. You'll network, you'll talk to business owners and you'll start saying, you know, I'm really looking for a business like this. And somebody all of a sudden says, oh, well, I might be interested in selling, you know, mm-hmm. but for the most part, these businesses are going to be engaged with M&A advisors because of confidentiality.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. I Did mean, that
1: answer your question though? Yeah. 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 More, okay. yeah more
0: so, thank you. Yeah. Um, and there's, uh, there's the there's a strategic buy, right? There's um an asset, an asset buy. You want the revenue, you want the money, you know, that, that company's throwing off, let's say that you're buying, for example, you want the revenue to add to your, P&L and make your P&L better and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, uh, we, we, um, as an organization, uh, look at, you know, maybe two deals a year, maybe three. um, And we talk to people about different things. We just recently looked at a deal, Um, obviously, it's under, um, you know, confidentiality agreement, but uh, it was somebody in our space and um, uh, we decided to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, on on that deal we look at the numbers and um, even though it was uh, somebody in our space we just had to move on uh, and um, and that would have been basically a a, a like a somewhat of a, a like business um, mm-hmm. and uh, was there an
1: advisor with that deal or were you just looking at it independently
0: no I had an advisor um, uh, we had an advisor uh, representing us and, and getting information okay
1: so you're doing exactly what I just mentioned you got an right, advisor right. to help you find businesses. that meet your specific criteria
0: well this well this advice well let me clarify this advisor was brought in by us because this uh, opportunity came to me directly (laughs) because of of, uh, we're in the business of the similar business that this company was in uh, oh okay and they came to us as you know to absorb them and take over oh
1: gotcha gotcha okay So,
0: so i brought in the advisor to to look at stuff that I'm not looking at. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Kind of you mean, know, kind of guide through the me through the process and the conversation. Understood. So, um, we have these kind of conversations every couple of times a year with maybe two or three different businesses that mm-hmm. are not in our space, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I appreciate you kind of clarifying uh, that a little. Uh, what is your opinion on on these websites that people go to, the biz buy sell, you know the the Craigslist and all these kind of sites that are out there that are putting listings on there for businesses for sale. Um, you know, what are your just your general, uh, you know, your expertise? Given you've been doing it for so long about those sites and just in general.
1: Yeah, so we we use those sites. No, we don't okay. use Craigslist. Craigslist is if you're trying to sell you know, assets or businesses about to go out of business or sell something really small on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, but we use websites. We use BizMySell, we use yeah. Axio, we use BusinessFocus.net. We use those. We've been using them for years. I think they're good for smaller businesses and maybe smaller businesses up to maybe 10 to 15, $20 million. But anytime you get over that, they're not good. You know, we have businesses that are 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 million. That's not the place to market those businesses. Mm. So they're good for smaller type businesses. Typically, I would say under five million.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. So those bigger numbers. And they're,
1: and they're, a lot of them are handled by brokers. Some are handled by advisors. Mm. Um, and you know, you just I mean, it's a good it's a good place for acquirers to go look and and browse to see if there's any businesses they're interested. But if you're really interested in acquiring businesses, you should. Like I said, get an advisor to work with you because a lot of times we have businesses that we never even put on the market. We don't even put them on the listing sites because we already have buyers lined up.
0: Right, right. Yeah, Yeah. I, I gotcha. And yeah, some of the businesses at that level, the bigger ones, 10, 15, 20, 30, hundred hundred million. They're not on those sites. They're, they're not on those sites. Yeah, M and A guys and M and A people like you, and they're out there looking for yeah. the buyers.
1: Now, sometimes we'll put large businesses on those sites just because a peg might be stumbling across something or a strategic or a competitor. Sure. You know, they hire interns and interns go and look at those sites. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll put larger companies on there, knowing that we're not going to find the buyer there, <laughs> but you know, just in case somebody stumbles across something.
0: No, absolutely. Um, what, what, um, what industries right now, I mean, uh, just, just from a, a purchase perspective, what industries, mm-hmm. in your opinion, do you see opportunities in for um, an acquisition? Just whatever, it doesn't matter, it could be business to consumer, B2B, obviously we're in the B2B space, we don't play with consumers. Um, so uh, you know, what, what opportunity do you see in the, in the market right now? If somebody has some money, I said you should be looking at these three or four verticals oh. right now. Um, like like for example, people say you know they're great deals in restaurants, right? Because yeah. they hit so hard. If you now, want to
1: run a restaurant, <laughs> no,
0: no, I'm not yeah, no, thank you. That is a crime, <laughs> um, from what I understand. So help me. Yeah, know. I don't
1: I never suggest going to restaurant industry, but I know what you're so yes. Yeah. So the, the the industries that I would say are great industries to go in to right now is anything healthcare related is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. anything staffing related because there's a shorting on staffing and good staffing companies, especially yeah. industrial staffing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, healthcare staffing, mm-hmm. anything that's um, e-commerce,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, when I say e-commerce, e-commerce platforms, educational platforms, you know, anything like that, that's e-commerce related that sells mm-hmm. online. SaaS is always a good industry to go into. Mm-hmm. manufacturing is always a great industry um, you're gonna laugh at me probably when I say this but trailer parks <laughs> trailer parks
0: I couldn't I couldn't I really told could. you you're gonna
1: laugh at me
0: it's a real estate play so you know it's a great
1: real estate play it's land, a cash right? business. They sell like hotcakes. You can never keep them on the shelf. I got I just met someone who's rolling up a bunch of um, trailer parks to to sell for a billion dollars. Wow. Um but they're hard to find. Good trailer parks are hard to, to find and they don't stay on the shelf. I mean, this, as soon as we get them, we sell them. So wow. things that sell really quickly, is anything in man, manufacturing sells really quickly? Manufacturing, healthcare, staffing, e-commerce, SaaS, trailer parks um sell really quickly as funny as that sounds right and right. then and then what also sells really quickly is oh. is because a lot of buyers there's five different types of buyers, a lot of buyers are in the not stick. So what other so any businesses that have over an EBITDA million dollars, uh-huh. there are more buyers for good businesses than there are good businesses to buy. <laughs> so uh-huh. when we get businesses over a million dollars in EBITDA, we know we're going to have a bidding war. We know we know we're going to market without a price. We know we're bringing five, ten, fifteen, a hundred buyers to that to that business.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate you sharing some of your insights yeah. of what. Um, oh,
1: and then the other thing too is supplements.
0: Um, oh, you mean like um, um, vitamins and mm-hmm. uh, like healthcare?
1: Yeah. yeah, any type definitely. of uh, any type of supplements.
0: Yeah, for us older folk. for us. Well, I guess older
1: up. folks, but younger folks too. I mean, one of my partners. It was so funny because. One of my partners in my um, M&A franchise business, that before we sold out, yep. he, um, <laughs> they were listing a supplement company, and they can never, they can never close on the deal because the seller was crazy. So they ended up just acquiring the business themselves, <laughs> and that happens, you know, that happens. We got crazy sellers, so we just acquired the business. Right, right. Um, we know how to acquire businesses, we know how to get financing, we know how to do all that stuff. Right, but right. anyway, uh, it was a supplement business. And it was booming at the time, and it was mostly baby boomers, but they've really pivoted and they really went after that younger market. And they're doing amazing. In fact, they're doing so well, they don't even do MMA anymore. (laughs) So supplements, you know, you got to think about you got to think about like, if you're going to get in business, think about anything that's reoccurring. Staffing is reoccurring, right? Staffing, good company, staffing companies are hard to find. Mm. And I have a, a whole lot of staffing buyers. Good manufacturing companies are hard to find. I have a whole lot of buyers like that buy manufacturing, healthcare. Good healthcare businesses are hard to find, and healthcare is always in, you know, always going to be in demand. Right, no and what? like I said, right. the mobile home parks are hard to find. But but the, the big thing is anything with recurring revenue, anything with subscription model, which are supplements, right? And, you know, yeah, yeah, care a, supplements, SaaS, right. e-commerce. Anything with that reoccurring model, reoccurring revenue.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I would love yeah. to get into. No, that's yeah. that, uh, that, uh, that's excellent. Um, t- share a little bit about um the launch of your of your book and um you know the Exit Rich book. Um, and I think you had written two others. did I did I get that right? This is I third? have.
1: I've actually written three books and okay. a chapter in Think and Grow Rich. Okay. Um, one book I haven't published yet. I'm going to publish it after this one.
0: Okay. And that's
1: about how to grow wealth through acquisitions.
0: Mm, okay, excellent. And the, so, exit, in the exit rich book, you were talking a little, you kind of teased a little bit about the six P's, six P's? Uh, no. the six P's right? Uh, and, and it's uh, really, yeah, it's
1: really not a tease. You know, it's so funny because everybody's like, oh, Michelle, I don't want you to talk about the six P's because you're giving away your book. The six P's is six chapters in a 25 chapter book. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, so, and, that, and, that, and that book is going to come out um, in next. When is it coming out?
1: so exit rich comes out tuesday actually okay june 23rd That's so great. june 22nd june 22nd so exit rich is endorsed by steve forbes steve forbes says exit rich is a goal mine mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs as they leave way too much money on the table when they sell their business right and sharon lector is my co-author who wrote rich job had poured out with robert kiyosaki mm-hmm. she's a cpa a financial literacy expert so she writes the mentors corner after every mm-hmm. chapter from her perspective okay and then um my um uh the foreword was written by Kevin Harrington, the original Shark on Shark Tank. So Exit Rich is just not about selling a business, Gail. And that's what a lot of people think. And that's just a misconception. Even though it's titled Exit Rich, the reason why it's titled Exit Rich is because you will never exit rich <laughs> unless you build a business on the solid infrastructure, on a solid foundation, on what I call the six P's. And build a sellable asset that somebody wants to pay you top dollar for. You will never exit rich. Most business owners are exiting poor. Most business owners are selling for pennies on the dollar, closing their doors, or even worse, filing bankruptcy. When I wrote my very first book, Sell Your Business for More than It's Worth, in 2013, I did the research and learned that 90, 90% of startups would fail in the first one to five years. When I did the research for exit rich, I was flabbergasted to learn that the business landscape has flip flopped. Now, only 30% of startups flip out, which is great news for startups. Mm -hmm. But those businesses out of 27.6 million companies, those businesses that have been in business for 10 years or longer, Mm -hmm. 70% of those businesses will go out of business. Wow. 70%. Wow, the numbers are And so, Exit Rich is all about not becoming a statistic. All about saving your business so you can exit rich and not exit poor.
0: No, that's great. You know, thanks for kind of explaining it better. Uh, and, um, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. Uh, and they, obviously, they have the business owners that um, want to increase their valuations, obviously, their multiples and um, get more money for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this, this book is going to help with that, uh, help them to kind of put stuff in place, I guess the pillars in place, if I could use that term.
1: Yeah, it really, you know, like Stephen and Stephen Covey says, start with the end of mind. Right. So exit rich is all about planning your exit from the beginning. So it helps walk you through the GPS exit model. It mm-hmm. also, so it helps you plan your exit from the beginning. It also helps you with mindset. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. wow. mindset's everything, you know, what they say, 10, 20% is skill, 80% is attitude. So mindset is everything. So there's exercises and strategies and techniques to take business owners through different Mm -hmm. exercises to determine when should you sell? What are your priorities? Take you through the seller sanity check. What do you really need? Because a lot of times business owners will come to me and say, Shaw, I need $10 million to sell my business. I'm like, your business isn't worth 10 million. (laughs) Like, I know, but that's what I need to retire on. Mm -hmm. And when I do the math and figure it out for them, I'm like, you don't need 10 million. We could sell up for 5 million. We could set you up with this trust over here. We can decrease tax liability. You can walk away with this and you'll be set up for life. That's what we do. We don't just come in and sell your business. We're your life plan. We're your exit plan. We're there to help you with that nest egg and it really enjoy the fruits of your labor.
0: No, that's uh, that's excellent. Um, the One of the things that uh, acquires, um, and obviously you have the selling portion where you help the um, the company to get the most money for the for the actual company by doing various things to help them uh, sell for more. The flip side of that is the buyers want to buy a company, uh, and um, they need let's say the capital to buy the company. You hear uh, and read in various you know blog posts and articles, email lists, whatever blast you get to say, "Oh, uh, buy this! You know, buy businesses for." 95% financing, zero to zero, nothing down. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So help uh, help us to clarify. Yeah, you know, Is that even possible buying a well, business almost It
1: is, down. it is. And it is in some extreme cases. It is not the general. A
0: disclaimer it is, is not, the extreme. Cases.
1: Exactly. Disclaimer is extreme. And usually you're getting those emails or reading those books or reading stuff from people who have, classes that charge you money to go through their program. Same and I know thing. several of these people that do this. Right, right. And so they're charging 3,000, 5,000, whatever it is to go through their program. to teach you how to buy um, businesses with no money down, just like buy real estate with no money down. Mm-hmm. And right. guess what? Before you ever invest money, talk to all the people who have been through their classes and tell me how, how many are successful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the ones who actually do it, because a lot of times people will go through a class and never do anything and never implement anything. But right. the ones that have actually implemented and followed the plan, how many are really successful? Yes, right. you can buy money sometimes with no money down or little money down if it's a turnaround specialist. If you're, if you're turning around a business and you're, buy, and you're leveraging assets to buy that company yep. and the owner has no other way out. You know, so that's not good for the owner. Now I've helped the business owners before. I've helped buyers before, get businesses by leveraging the assets. You know, paying very little down or using the assets to buy the company. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like to do that for my sellers because I like to set up win and wins, and I want my sellers to win. Mm-hmm. I don't like my. You know, and that's a, that's a, an extreme case where sellers diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. or something has happened. You know.
0: Um, or the
1: business is doing terrible, and they need to get out. Yeah. You know, so they go in and they take advantage of the owner. Mm-hmm. And yes, I can help you buy businesses like that, but I'm going to make sure my seller's winning too.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, I um, I appreciate you sharing that because some some uh you know these these methods or strategies or what have you um, are not realistic. Uh, and um, you know, I I just know that because. I've spoken to people, and and uh, it's just not real. Uh, yeah. Again, it happens in very rare cases. Some of the way you outlined uh, the business is really on life support, and um, you're going to come in basically and turn it around by investing some capital in it and the like, and yeah. marketing and sales and all that kind of business. And then, yeah. Uh, uh you know, you're going to pay the owner some kind of earnout over the course of, you know, maybe two years or something like that. Yeah. And that owner is probably
1: only- never going to see that earnout. That's the problem with earnouts. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to let my owner do an earnout. I would, I would do a seller financing with guarantees in place, you know, to, to make sure that my clients get paid, but there are extreme cases where a, a owner is about to file bankruptcy, yeah. you know, so they keep them out of bankruptcy, you know, well, I'll talk to buyers, turn on specialists and turn on specialists. They're, you know, they're not really trying to take advantage of the seller. They're just trying to get the asset you know, as cheap as I can, obviously, sure. uh, to turn that asset around and, and, and pay. But whatever I do in cases like that, I want to make sure that the seller does get paid in some way.
0: No, of course, I I, I got you. And I, those those kind of questions that come to us and to, you know, from the audience of, you know, are these things real and how do you buy it if you don't have the cash immediately? and those kind I mean, of- I
1: could put on those classes and make a ton of money. Yeah, you know,
0: sure, I'm and sure. I
1: can show you how to really be successful. For these other programs, people come through it, and it's so funny because Gildo come to me and they give me an offer. I'm like, oh, you went through so and so's course, and they're like, yeah, we did. Because yeah. <laughs> one of the first things they tell you is, don't go to an advisor, don't go to a broker, don't go to an advisor. Go try to find a for sale by owner so you can take advantage of them. Because if you get an advisor, is not going to let you structure that deal.
0: Right. No, I got you. And uh, I know that um, that uh, apart from obviously doing the M&A work, you do the consulting work and that kind of stuff for the business. You actually do teaching or you don't really teach?
1: No, I do. teach. I do You're teaching. teaching. Okay. You know, I teach every day. Well, I'm I sorry.
0: Have- <laughs> I mean, like classes. I mean, like, work- well, I do
1: I- have a five day. I do have a five day training class, Okay, you know, for other M&A advisors who other individuals who want to become an M&A advisor and, and become part of the Seller Tucker umbrella.
0: Gotcha. I so do have, you have it, a five day six
1: hundred page training manual.
0: It's your feed into your organization basically. Um it's, it's, yeah, I got you. Not not a training for outside people kind of training on MA and buy businesses, not for companies, you're doing it for to feed your organization, which is okay. Well, so, well
1: two yeah. things. I mean, yeah. we have the book to help business owners. That is training. Plus, we have an online. We're, we're finalizing an online built to sell course, road-to-sell uh, course, mm-hmm. uh, for businesses, for businesses, um, and a road-to-sell mentorship program. As far as training people, are you asking me about? Do we have courses to train companies or train buyers on how to buy businesses? Yeah,
0: almost. Yeah, almost like uh, the real estate buyer, You know, buy a house with no money down.
1: I don't have have, that yet, but that doesn't mean I can't start one.
0: I'm I'm just curious.
1: And do it the right way.
0: Right, right, right. (laughs) Show you how it's really done.
1: Yeah, Uh, well, because I'm not, you know, I don't want to have classes just to make, you know, look. Here's another thing that separates us that I forgot to tell you, and it's probably the biggest thing Mm -hmm. that separates us from everybody else. We don't charge retainer fees. We don't charge retainer fees. Mm -hmm. We don't charge retainer fees. Why am I repeating that? Because almost everybody in the emergency acquisitions industry charges retainer fees, $5,000 a month, $60,000, $100,000. Why don't we charge retainer fees? Because we're success driven. We're results driven. If we can't sell your business, why am I charging you? You pay me when I sell your business. Same thing if I do a training class. I don't mind, you know, charging for a training class, but I want to make sure that there's value and you're actually going to be successful.
0: No, no, I, not not just I,
1: to make, I, and a lot of these companies are charged. these hefty retainer fees, Gil. They never sell businesses; <laughs> their whole business is retainer fees.
0: Well, that's the business. <laughs> that is the business.
1: <laughs> the yeah. business. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I appreciate you sharing that. But yeah,
1: yeah, if you want to talk to me about putting together a class, you and I can do it together, Gil.
0: <laughs> well, well, thank you. I, I I would be honored to even stand next to you if that was the case. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the reason why I asked is because um, um, not everybody does training and you know teaching. Um, we as an organization uh, just do execution. We don't train, we don't consult, we don't teach. We do none of that business, right? We do the heavy lifting, we close the deal, we get the lead, we, you know, we get ink to paper. of so, like is, we
1: do when we sell companies. Yes,
0: exactly. That's exactly right. So um, that's why I asked the question. Uh, yeah. because you, you're, you're, but your business is different, obviously, than mine. And, uh, and you're in a, in, a, in a space where you can teach stuff because that's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's fine. And we, we, we can do a two sales training, and, but it's not what we like to do. Um, it's not, yeah. not, not, not right now, anyway. Uh, so th- that said, um, want you, uh, go through the rapid fire questions, um, uh, a- about you, uh, and, um, uh, you can answer those, uh, as quickly as you can. And I'm going to give you one deep thought question that, um, you're going to have to kind of probably go silent unless you know the answer right away. Many people typically kind of reflect on that one. So I'm- we'll
1: see. I'm not many people, but we'll see. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hear you. i will just prepping. And then at, the end,
1: so awesome. <laughs> at the end, we can tell everyone where to buy the exit rich,
0: right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But awesome. we'll do a, a summary. Okay. So that said, um, uh, do you drink coffee, hot or cold? Hot. Hot coffee. Your favorite food.
1: Actually, let me go back. Both. <laughs> I like
0: coffee and, and, and hot coffee.
1: Well, yes, yeah, it's funny because I drink hot coffee when I get up in the morning. And right before my house, look, I'll just show you. I did this great big thermal cup full of ice and coffee. Oh, my God. So both.
0: Gotcha, both. Uh, your favorite food?
1: I'm in New Orleans, so that's tough.
0: <laughs> I would
1: say lobster.
0: Lobster, okay, excellent. Uh, hot dogs, you eat hot dogs?
1: Yes, without Mustard. the bun, without the bun.
0: Well, oh, oh, without the, yeah, the carbs. Mustard or ketchup? Ketchup. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, burgers? <laughs>
1: Red, see anything red, burgers <laughs> without the bread. It's not because of, it's not because of carbs, it's because of gluten-free.
0: <laughs> I got I, okay, I got you. Thank you for clarifying that for the audience. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 some pizza, let's see what happens with that one.
1: Pizza, yeah, gluten-free pizza. <laughs>
0: gotcha, okay. Uh, are you an Apple or Android person? Apple. Apple, okay. Uh, PC or Mac, you know the answer to that one.
1: Apple is the largest brand in the world, worth $359 billion.
0: PC. Yeah, but Android is selling the most phones. So anyway, Apple or Doesn't Apple?
1: matter who's worth the most? <laughs> who's selling more?
0: <laughs> who's selling more? That's all I care about. Sorry. Um <laughs> PC or Mac? PC. All right. Um you got a well, lot Well, I love
1: my iPad though. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Laptop or desktop.
1: Um I can have both, but got desktop.
0: Both. Okay. Gotcha. So if you can go anywhere right now and money and time is not an issue, where would you go?
1: gosh oh is that the thinking one
0: no that's not the next one
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are so many places i mean i would probably tell you dubai only because i've been wanting to go and i've never been
0: gotcha um dubai is an interesting country i've um, never been yeah. No. Oh, really yeah for a lot of reasons um and the uh, the and the last question is that if you had a superpower um what would that superpower be? Doesn't have to be business related, it can be personal. Doesn't have, to, you know, whatever that is to you, what would that superpower be?
1: My superpower would be the ability to be able to help more entrepreneurs, more business owners save their business from going out of business. Mm. And because small business is the backbone of our economy, there's 30.2 million businesses in this, in the United States and 70% of them are going are at risk of going out of business. When you lose small business, you lose jobs. When you lose jobs, you lose spending power. then guess what, you lose small, more small business. Entrepreneurship is my passion. I live and breathe it, eat it. On, um, if my superpower would be to have the platform, to have the stage to where I could help educate more small business owners, what you need to do to stay in business so you can exit rich.
0: Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. So and that, uh, t-
1: that took no thinking.
0: That uh, um, Okay. That's good <laughs> that, that's okay. That, 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 that's what came out of your heart and that, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so the uh, way to get the book in uh, um, uh, exit rich and also we want to do a, a summary here at the end of, of you know maybe four or five points uh, on the organization and and the value prop and those kind of things. go ahead.
1: Okay, so exit rich, um, like I said, endorsed by Steve Forbes, co-authored mm-hmm. by Sharon Lecter, forward by Kevin Harrington. So Exit Rich is not just about selling your business. It's about actually building a sellable asset so you have a business to sell when you're ready. So launch date is Tuesday, Gail, June 22nd. Mm -hmm. Um, So for anyone who pre-orders the book now, buys the book now, for $24.79 at ExitRichBook.com. That's Mm ExitRichBook.com. We will email you to digital download immediately. We'll ship the hardcover to your doorstep. Mm. To your doorstep. For no additional money for anyone that lives in the United States. Plus, we will give you a lifetime membership. This is where all the value is right here too. A lifetime membership into the Exit Rich Book Club, where there's video content, me doing deep dives and different techniques and strategies that I've been teaching to business owners over the last... 20 plus years over thousands of business transactions, Hmm. plus document skill, documents to operate your business, documents to sell your business. Hmm. So, sample policy and procedure manuals, employee handbooks, org charts, sample letter of intents, purchase agreements, due diligence checklists, closing docs, all the documents to operate and sell your business are there for your review and your download. Hmm. These documents will cost you over $50,000. If you try to go out there and recreate them, I know because I spent the money to create them all. Mm-hmm. And we're giving you a 30-day free membership into Club CEOs, which is an entrepreneurship mastermind where we do Q&As and hot seats. And we ask, you know, those really transformational questions that so we help business owners pivot so they can build that sustainable, scalable, and sellable business. All for $24.79 at exitrichbook.com. You can't beat that with a stick.
0: Wow, that's excellent. There's a lot of value there for clearly, uh, you know, coffee money, um, which is, you know, that's that's that's, that's excellent um, and the value that you're bringing. So to summarize the um, the conversation today uh, and um, the some of the value props that um, we discussed about Siler uh, Tucker, that one, um, you're an m a firm that helps company to exit more with, with a higher multiple. You help those companies to... Go on, get on sound footing by um, helping them with sales, marketing, you know, strategies, various things to increase the value of the company so that they can exit with a higher amount and a higher valuation. Um, And you don't charge any retainer fees, which is also different from other people in your space. Right. Um, What am I missing um, as well? well, You know, I'm missing
1: a lot. I mean, we really just we really specialize in buying, selling, fixing, growing and everything that entails. So, um, you know, partnering with business owners has been numerous times. Look, I just met with an owner today and I said, I don't think we're going to sell you. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, you're so unique that you're only in Texas. We need to blow you up throughout the United States. and He goes, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I think I want to partner with you and bring in somebody else to where we can blow you up and then we'll sell you. And so we really specialize in really identifying those opportunities, identifying those strengths of businesses, identifying the weaknesses, the synergies, helping them build upon those synergies and really fixing that business, growing that business so they can maximize value. Because it might not always be the right time for someone to sell, and we'll let you know that. We'll tell you the truth. We're not just going to take an engagement because you want to sell your business. We're going to tell you what's best for you.
0: I love it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the big right. difference. That's great. Um, um, clearly, you're you're an advisor, and you're doing what's best for the client uh, on that on that approach. And and definitely appreciate you doing that. Well, that that wraps up the show. We want to tell everybody to go to Exit Rich book. Dot com. I'm going to put that into the show notes on the video and also on the podcast uh, and get all that value uh, for the 2495. You can download the book and you get the book mailed to your house and you get all these documents that help you do a whole bunch of stuff with your business, buy, sell, agreements, policy and procedures, all that kind of stuff. We're going to get the book because uh, I want to I want to read the book.
1: Uh, and I'll tell so, you too, I'll throw in yeah. an extra goodie. Yeah. How about if I throw in an extra goodie? Mm-hmm. So anybody that buys 25 books, you might say 25 books. You can can give this away to other business owners. You Mm -hmm. can donate. You can use it inside your organization. But anybody anybody buys 25 books, I'll do evaluation, which is about ten, which is worth about ten thousand dollars. I'll do a consultation and a two hour. uh, Well, one an hour, a one, one and a half hour consultation. And yeah, a consultation, not evaluation, consultation. Right. I got you.
0: So two hour consultation. 25 yeah. books will get you a, a, a two-hour consultation. Yeah. Oh, you just said, okay, great. Excellent. Yeah. Well, well. 100
1: books will get you a valuation. <laughs> we'll get you a valuation. Yeah, yeah, there's so much, 10 to 15. Yeah, there's,
0: there's so much yeah. value in the valuation.
1: There is. And I, then yeah. our main website is silertucker.com. I wanted to throw that out there yes, too. Yes,
0: stilertucker.com and exitrichbook.com for the yeah. book that's coming out on Tuesday, uh, June 23rd.
1: June
0: 22nd. June 22nd. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, um, thanks for being on the show. Enjoy chatting with you. Uh Thank you, and uh, Listen, best of luck. May you may you have unbelievable numbers of sales that breaks all records for your book. Uh, and may the business continue to grow this year bigger and better than you've ever seen before.
1: Thank you. And then we'll need to hire Lisa Sales Rep to help us out with all Go of on. that growth.
0: Come on, girl. All right. Good chatting,
1: Good chatting with you. Thanks,
0: Gil. Do you well.